the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. Right now, it's 107, and you just heard the forecast. Folks, today is just a, uh, an ideal day, and let's, let's be optimistic about the weekend. Tomorrow, tomorrow will be okay. Maybe Sunday. So what? A little bit of rain. After all the rain we've had this year, Monday looks good. It's going to be a nice weekend. Folks, it is getting colder. And I want to remind you, stop by or call, excuse me, call J.K.L. Engineering today. Now, we all know, look at the calendar. Listen, it's going to start to get colder. And, you know, this weather is beautiful. But let's face it, winter coming, heating season almost here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. Have you thought about central air for your home? Or maybe it just doesn't work as effectively as it could. With J.K.L., they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. And they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L. They're a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Call J.K.L. Engineering, 401 351 7600. So whether you're listing right now in Bellingham or Franklin or Boroughville or Smithfield, call JKL 401 351 7600. Estimates are free. Financing is available. How about that? Reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. And folks, have you been paying attention? Because of Biden, the price of oil is certainly just continues to rise. So that's a huge savings. J.K.L. Engineering. Call them today. 401-351-7600. So, folks, this hour, again, good afternoon. Visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-E-R-O.com. And just a programming note, we were supposed to have, um, we were going to have the, uh, the, the person that was uh, accused, the man that was arrested in Warwick, and basically, in um, he's from Providence School Administrator, but arrested at that place in Warwick, Edge Footness or Fitness, and um, and instead now they canceled on us. So, but he is suing the work police. Now, I also saw Channel Twelve has a piece: William Blackstone statue rally planned for Indigenous People Day in Pawtucket. Channel Twelve, isn't it? Isn't it Columbus Day? A group of advocates and Narragansett and Indian tribe member organizing a rally next week meaning Monday, at the William Blackstone in Pawtucket. And people are demanding it be taken down. Multiple advocacy groups, NAACP, Black Lives Matter, are going to gather at the statue in Pawtucket, commemorate Indigenous People Day. The statue was erected earlier this year, sparking outrage from the Narragansett Indian tribe. So Indigenous People Day celebrates the original habit inhabitants of North America, and it's observed instead of Columbus Day, people in communities across the country. What's, well, not known as his contemporary, Roger Williams, who founded it, uh, Blackstone is recognized as one of the first English settlers to arrive in the area. So he was one of the first English settlers, and so they have a statue, and many of the parts of the state still carry his name, Blackstone River, Blackstone Valley, right? Um... The Blackstone Valley, so William Blackstone. Now, there's, I don't believe there's any evidence that the 14-foot statue depicts him riding a bull, reading a book put together by a private group. Just want people to understand the time period. But the Narragansetts, who say they weren't asked about it, want it down. Uh, Brother Gary says it's an insult. Doesn't make sense. Jim Vincent, NAACP, plans to attend. 
say that we just first learned about it. Now, there is he's described William Blackstone as a peaceful priest of the Church of England. And instead, nope, he's a white man. So we want it taken down. I, I just I don't understand that. Um, they're saying there's some murkiness, but there's there's no information that I've heard of that William Blackstone in anything did anything wrong other than the fact that he was a white settler. Despite the private ownership of the Pawtucket statue, the statue is located at a prominent downtown intersection with an ice at a city hall. And now they want it taken down. But it's known as the Blackstone Valley. So they say it's going to be a, a friendly rally. Now, I want to see before we're going to have a, a guest. Folks want to tell you about some of the things going on. But I just want to um, I want to see. I think on, on Mondays we do politics this week. It will actually be on Tuesday this week. But I want to um, I want to just check because I think our friend Justin Katz posted <laughs> Something about the Channel 12 story on it that I think I saw. WPRI Channel 12 promotes division, declaring a new holiday in solidarity with progressives. So let me just read what Justin uh, wrote. Um, uh, And I like the fact he is uh, so outspoken. Channel 12, don't bother looking on, on your calendars, your attempt to interpret this headline. William Blackstone statue rally planned for Indigenous People Day in Pawtucket. By Indigenous People Day, Channel 12 means Columbus Day. It's just that radicals looking to divide our nation have been insisting we change the name of the holiday, as they explain in the fifth paragraph. It's important to emphasize it's being offered as a replacement, not a shared supplement. The article represents a major mainstream news organization facilitating the balkanization of our country. Note to the editors, the United States celebrates Columbus Day. That can and may change, but it hasn't. These are government-created holidays, not religious observances. And why isn't that, quote, some Americans, by the way, which would be appropriate to say some people observe different. With this sleight of hand, Sherman and Channel 12 helped to paper over the progressives' intention. Why would they protest a statue of Blackstone on Columbus Day? That's a very good question, because they oppose the very settlement of this country by people of European descent. An article from August makes that clear. Every name is indistinguishable from Hitler to these activists, no matter how little they try. Indeed, the underlying message behind observance, division, rejection, replacement. Um, You know, that is an excellent point. Why are they protesting Blackstone on Columbus Day. That is an excellent point that uh, Justin has has pointed out. And folks, you can read it at Anchor Rising. Um, that is a very, very fair question. All right. Now, I mentioned, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, we're going to have um, Lauren Slocum is the president, Central Rhode Island Chamber of Commerce. And there are some events coming up. And I know it can be difficult for people to try to get their message out to different people. So I um, was chatting with Lauren yesterday. And there's a nice event that's going to be coming up next Friday. We thought we'd uh, give it just a little bit of promotion. Folks, joining us right now is from the Chamber of Commerce, and it's Lauren Slocum. Good afternoon, Lauren. Good afternoon. How are you? I am very well, and you have a very nice event that is planned for next Friday, uh, October 15th. And from what I understand, you know, I love this type of thing because it's outside and it's free admission, and it really promotes and encourages uh, families to come out and do a family-friendly activity. Correct. Free admission and free parking. And free parking. Yep, we're doing it in conjunction with the Warwick Police and Fire Department and other city departments. It's Hocus Pocus at 5.30, and the movie starts at 6.30. You just bring your chair and your blanket and join us on the field. Food trucks, come in costume if you like. 
Now, folks, again, it's next Friday. It's also brought to you by National Grid, by R.E. Coogan Heating. I also see uh, in conjunction with the uh, Warwick Police Department. And, and you know, Lauren, th- this is exactly the type of thing, uh, you know, it's soon enough that the weather would be, it would be prohibitive to do something like this. But it's uh, it's nice, and it's it's also nice that you know the whole month of October is really starting to become kind of a a celebration of Halloween and Disney's Hocus Pocus, as we know too. Uh, they're already setting up, and they're going to be filming in Rhode Island. So th- this is um, this is nice, and it's also nice that you have some terrific sponsors as well. We are so lucky. You know, it's being presented by Wave Federal Credit Union, who's helped us to bring Hocus Pocus in. It's going to be at Ben Street Complex. So invite people to come out. There's handicap parking. Uh, for those that have a placard, you can sit right in your car and watch the film. Folks, again, it's free admission parking. It's next Friday. Hey, Lauren, is there somewhere online that people could go to learn more of the details and just there uh, is. go ahead? Rain date is October 22nd. CentralRIChamber.com has all the details. Also, if you have any questions, there's an email link there, and we'd be happy to answer them, and we look forward to having everyone join us. Well, that is terrific. Lauren, we're going to talk to you again next week, and this is also done in conjunction with the police, which I think is terrific, because it needs to be a bonding between uh, law enforcement and the community, and I think it's great that the chamber is putting this together. A whole community event. John, thanks so much for helping us share the word. Absolutely. Lauren Slocum. Lauren, thank you, and I will talk to you next week. Terrific. Thanks. All right. Have a great Thank you very much, folks. Lauren Slocum right here on the John Petro Show. You know, there's more of that, and I also think, obviously, folks, uh, everyone is gearing up. It's going to be a big weekend, Northern Rhode Island. I think that it certainly seems, you know, and, and last year and all through COVID, it's, um, it's been very, very difficult. So it is terrific. Uh, that Autumn Fest, um, it's it's just so huge and so important. And then there's also, um, I'm seeing some other people. You know, there's a lot going on this weekend. I'm looking right now, Columbus Day weekend, uh, North Situate, 55th Annual, and they're having uh, various things. Uh, Situate Art Festival, obviously, is is happening and going on, but... Uh, Autumn Fest. It's it's important. It's important. It's a it's a chance after everything that has happened, with all the negativity, and with everything that has uh, been going on, the division between the election and also um, you know all the back and forth and division uh, between the the vaccine uh, mandates. And everything that's been happening, it is terrific. And that's going to be happening uh, with music and crafts. And um, and so make sure you get out there uh, this weekend. I know there's going to be uh, a great crowd for that. Let me just check on the uh, Autumn Fest Facebook page. And I know the station's been doing a lot about it. So um, uh, put a safety in it. But October, that's right. So last year, obviously, did wasn't the same but all the stops are going to be pulled out so it should be a big big crowd and i know there's music and food and uh and it kicks off elton john tribute family trampoline event um and then the different bands and people performing and it should be uh terrific so a good time that's uh kicking off tonight and then uh, everything will be underway. And again, the station, WNRI, is an uh, integral part of that. Very, very much involved. So you want to get out and uh, show your support uh, for Autumn Fest. So, folks, right now at 120, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's John DePietro. I think, um, I think some of the big news before we, we're going to talk to some other folks this afternoon. You know, I... Um, you know, it is interesting. Channel 10 has a photo. I mean, this makes no sense to me in any way that that Columbus statue right now is in a warehouse. It's in a warehouse because they can't have it out or it'll be vandalized and ripped down. Um, and it, it's, it's wrong. Why is it just Italian-Americans? And now they are trying to change this. No, it's Indigenous People Day. You know, Justin points a, makes a very good point. Why are they protesting the Blackstone statue on Columbus Day? It's not a Columbus statue. 
The statue, which had been located in the Elmwood section of the city, frequently vandalized, doused in red paint, and then Alorza took it out. <sighs> Sits alone in a room, shadow of Atwell's Avenue, and they'll have the parade. They'll all march. See, they'll never put that out. They, um, they talked about selling the statue or giving it somewhere where it could be safe. But, folks, this is part of the mob mentality now. They had to take that down because if they didn't take it down, it was going to be destroyed. And they were starting to destroy it. And in case you missed some of it, we did a lot of coverage of that last summer. And then they finally had to remove it because the mobs were deciding what statues and monuments could be up and which ones had to be taken down. And if they didn't take it down, then they were going to destroy it and rip it down. Um, so they are going to celebrate Columbus Day on Federal Hill. And it's a big day there and also in the north end of Boston. But I just have um, an Insituate Art Festival returns this weekend. So, you know, the weather, I mean, today is ideal. Um, and it should be, um, it should be, continue to be nice uh, over the course of, of the weekend. But I, I just have a problem with that. You know, Justin is exactly right. Justin Katz that, you know, think about that. And, and it's never even brought up. You know, and I know Eli Sherman, and I respect Eli, but that Channel 12 story, that, that raises a very good point. Why are they protesting William Blackstone on Columbus Day? Because <laughs> he's a white settler. Now, Channel 12, on their website, has Columbus Day weekend events planned across Rhode Island. So, there's that. Um, <clears throat> um, you also had the Brockton officer shot. And then the suspect did. That was a long standoff that went on for, for quite some time. William Sta Blackstone statue rally planned for Indigenous People Day in Pawtucket. Well, it's actually Columbus Day. It's not Indigenous People Day. And on top of that, you know, that raises a good point. At no point in the story do they say, yeah, but why are you protesting this on Columbus Day? It's just a white settler they want taken down. Folks, also, those of you that uh, follow or if you go to the website, Petro.com, or follow on Facebook, I, I did have some coverage of that, that terrible story of the three young men that lost their lives. And it has been revealed. Um, it has, in fact, the, the state police put out a statement earlier this morning, and I did put it on the page but October 25th at basically two in the morning which was early Tuesday morning state police responded fatal motor vehicle crash route 95 south town of West Warwick following victims driver Brandon Varecchio age 23 of West Greenwich passenger Gianni Gieri age 22 of West Greenwich Pass passenger Alex Banner age 21 of Exeter. The oldest of the three was driving. The oldest of the three was the driver of the vehicle that they say was going over 100 miles an hour on rain-slicked roads. <clears throat> the car went off the road, hit a tree and burst into flames. They had problems. They were unable to identify who the occupants of the crash were. If the driver had somehow survived, he would be facing multiple charges, including manslaughter. Driving recklessly, death resulting. You know, I don't know. I feel for... Obviously, the families of all three, but I really feel for the two passengers. We don't know what was going on. You're the driver of the vehicle. You're the driver. You're the one driving, and you're the oldest there. The parents of the 21-year-old. Now, 
that's <sighs> what did he do wrong? He was a passenger in the car. That's what he did wrong. The 22-year-old, what did he do wrong? He was a passenger in the car. That was his, well, he didn't commit a crime. Have to be careful of the dynamic. It'd be very safe to say, I think, that the 23-year-old guy was kind of like, I don't want to say the leader, but he's driving. We believe he was driving. Unless he was impaired and someone else was driving. They said driver. Very, very sad. All right, let's perk things up a little bit more. The Biden thing is um, is really unbelievable. It just is. I just wonder, I mean, between a fake White House. Good afternoon, folks, at 127. A fake White House. And... He can't even get through. He can't even get through just read it in the Boston Marathon on Monday. He can't just get through. <laughs> Fox News, Chris Wallace on Biden's falling polling numbers. Those are very bad. He's at 38 percent. Yeah, I'd say they're bad. Let's hear this. Those are very bad for, for Joe Biden. Look, these are tough votes for, for moderates spending so much money, for progressives not spending as much money as they want. It's a lot easier to, to vote for president. Hold your nose whether you think it's too much or too little if a president has an approval rating in the high 50s or even in the low 60s when he's at 38% approval. Yep. Uh, 38%, not in the 40s, 38%. Uh, you know, he doesn't provide much political cover. You're seeing that in Virginia... You know, not only 38%, but the job numbers are terrible, folks. But they're taking away the incentive to work. All right, here's where Joe Biden ignores questions on Afghanistan and the terrible jobs report. This, this is insane. He can't even answer questions. Listen to this. Thank you very much. You know why he walked away? You know why he walked away? is because he can't answer questions. Because he can't answer questions. I don't understand. The suspected Texas high school gunman got a welcome home party. He's out on $75,000 bail. Why was he allowed out? I, I don't. Smugglers are using TikTok to advertise the human trafficking operation as illegal immigrant surges under Biden's open border policy. Not surprised at that. I'm not surprised at that. <sighs> Folks, he's not. Is this really going to go on? Is this really going to be able to go on for the next four years? But I also I want to mention this. I I don't believe they're just going to move over for Kamala Harris. I don't think so. All right, I want to play. This is the Republicans are out. These are the Democrats are denying they support defunding the police. Uh, there's some issues that we ask police to do, like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest, that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So yes, defund your butts. Defund you. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources. You know, what a disgrace. What an absolute disgrace. But folks, let me also just be very clear. 131 on this Friday, and it's the John DePietro Show. You know, this is, as we've talked about it, this is a civil war within the Democrat Party. People have to decide you want to go along with uh, with this group. But boy, the Biden presidency. Hey, Governor McKee, and they're following it every step of the way. All right, let me see if we can get on. Starting with our friend Marie at It's My Health on this sunny Friday. Right now it's uh, 1.31 and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know, it's a beautiful day. Tomorrow's going to be nice. Folks, get out, run some errands, pop by. And 
Folks, there it is. The Queen of Health joins us on this Friday. Marie, God is good. Look at this beautiful Friday that we have to kick off the Columbus Day weekend. What an awesome time of year, isn't it? It really is. Folks, it's Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Vitamins, herbal remedies. You know, Marie, I also want to mention, I received a nice email from Lori who mentioned that it never occurred to her to get her grandchildren vitamins. And she said it was it was your store that she learned. And now she's she loves popping in. They're not easy to find. But you have some great products for not only but children and pets, but for children. Oh, absolutely. We have remedies for them, homeopathic remedies, herbal remedies and probiotics, vitamins. Everyone should be taking D these days and some elderberry. And we have those that are specifically for the kids. Folks, again, it's Marie. It's my health. Now, Marie, this time of year, cool at night, cool in the morning. Boy, a nice cup of a hot tea certainly sparks someone up on a, on a cool October morning. Oh, absolutely. All kinds of choices for teas to have in the evening to relax and calm down or in the morning to rev the engine. And folks, for those that like to cook... Pop by It's My Health, 1099 Men Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. And Marie, you also have some nice herbs and spices that not only would they add some nice flavor to whatever someone may be cooking, but on top of that, they're good for them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's how, how herbs get started, right? Just start adding them into the food that you were cooking so that you got those health benefits from them. What's If someone came in today or tomorrow... What is a tea right now that you might recommend that might help someone relax during this uh, stressful time that we're all going through? Oh, well, we have a nice tea called fairy tale tea, um, which is good for relaxation. We have one called Persephone's Blend, and that one there is especially for after those rough days. Now, Marie, what are your hours on this gorgeous Friday for today and also for tomorrow? Today, I'll be here till 530 and tomorrow, 9 to 4. And also, folks, remember, hemp and CBD products, Marie, they, they're becoming more and more popular. Oh, absolutely. Um, they're becoming popular because they work. Yes. Folks, stop it and see her. Marie, you're the queen of health. Keep up the good work and we'll talk to you again. Thanks. Have a great weekend. All right, folks. There it is, Marie. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. As always... Visit the website, dipetro.com. Now, right now, it's 134. Boy, this Biden, Biden jobs report. And you have even Chris Wallace, folks. President Biden is now at 38% and falling. Here's the problem. He's in free fall. People didn't approve of Afghanistan. They don't approve of the border. All of this spending that's going to happen, it can't go on. Hey, by the way, you know whose numbers are way up are the NFL And this weekend, you want to try a new place? Here's the thing. It's Friday. It's October 8th. I would like you to pop by the End Zone Sports Pub, 916 Menden Road in Cumberland. They have karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights. And, of course, tomorrow, college football. Sunday, Patriots-Texans are 1 o'clock. End Zone Sports Pub. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Dana runs a great place. Family friendly. Nice crowd. Plus, they have the NFL ticket. For those that are unfamiliar with that, it's the red zone, which means whenever there's an NFL game and someone gets within the 20-yard line, which puts them in the end zone, meaning there could be a score, either a touchdown or a field goal, boom, the cameras go to that game. Um, I like to watch every play of a game. Not everybody does. Never mind those of you have fantasy football or Maybe uh, have a wager on the game. Stop in and see them. Dana runs a great place. It's End Zone Sports Pub. Stop in and see them. And, folks, earlier, in case you missed it, now, Alley's Donuts, Matt is out of there. They've had some, Alley's Donuts has had some problems since Matt took over last year and went on uh, the whole anti-police, anti-military binge. And we've covered it extensively. Uh, but um, but Ryan, who worked for him, has opened his own place, R.I. Guys Donuts. R.I. Guys Donuts. And pop in and see them. We did a Facebook Live there earlier. Only simply because, listen, number one, Ryan has been an incredible donut maker for over 10 years. 
And on top of that, I like to support a new business like that. So, folks, uh, pop in and see them. And again, maybe you want to take a ride over the course of the weekend. But uh, they are terrific. So, folks, President Biden, though, I mean, this is going from bad to worse. 38%. The jobs report is a mess. Um, it's, uh, it, it's just, I don't know where this is, is going to, I don't know where this is going to lead. I don't know where this is, um, is going to lead other than I, I just don't see that he, his numbers are going to go up. He just continues to leave. He can't take questions. And then even when, you know, you have bad jobs report now you're gonna have more people unemployed um for him to say a company did not have uh high vaccine rates and then they fired their unvaccinated workers and look at that they're at 99 percent. i mean that is just i mean that is just a joke but they they may try to shine this the biden people are trying to convince everyone that, you know, the job numbers aren't that bad. But, folks, the, the problem is the messenger. The problem is the messenger. He's the weak link. He's not able to deliver a coherent message. He's not. As a matter of fact, you know, and, and, and yesterday, I mean, that just starts to become embarrassing. Where him, uh, you know, they, they overestimate if they think he can even read the teleprompter at this point. Let's listen in. He's speaking in Illinois right now. And the Ohio, Pennsylvania, the Ohio, Pennsylvania, I'm from Pennsylvania, the, the, the Illinois president, uh, of the, uh, Don Harmon, State Senator Laura Murphy, State Rep. Uh, um, Martin Mo- uh, Mo- Moylan, and uh, we've got great paper leaders here, too. Tim, well, where's Tim? There you go, Tim. Thank you. Thank you, pal. NFL-CIO State President. And Jeff Isaacson, United Brothers of Carpenters, and uh, Don Finn, IBW, uh, and, uh, and Robert Reiter, Reiter, R-E-I-T-E-R, Reiter, oh, Chicago Federation of Labor. And folks, uh, that's how we beat COVID-19. By All right, we're gonna well, we, we didn't beat COVID-19. We didn't beat COVID-19. As far as the jobs report... Um, hear this. This was CNBC. With a big decline in local government education. So um, I guess you had the addition in August, came off in September. Um, that is leisure and hospitality, eh, 74,000. That's not the kind of numbers we need from that sector to drive the uh, employment that we need. I'm going to see if I can find retail here. Uh, well, just want to real quick. Um, yeah, nothing really going on in leisure and hospitality. Uh, declines in nursing. Uh, where else do we have any declines? Not any big declines here. Just not, Becky, the numbers that you need to make this uh, put people back to work right now. Uh, September now coming in weaker than August, which was revised higher. And I think that's, you know, again, though, they, they're removing the incentive to work. They're removing the incentive to work. It's very simple. If you pay people not to work, they're not going to work. There are people that want to work. I was there today. I saw two guys and their staff that want to work. R.I. Guys Donuts. They want to work. Look for the video. Yesterday, I was with David from Brood Awakenings. Great locations. Two in Johnston. One now in Providence at 100 Westminster. That's a great one. The one in Cranston, Pontiac Avenue. Bald Hill Road. David likes to work. David does work. He's a worker. Same thing with Karen. Met his sister. Karen, why did you do that, Karen? Um, there are some people that do work. And then you have other people. But the more you give people incentive not to work, and that's what's going on. I'll tell you, this is a battle right now. What a battle that's taking place and going on. Between the workers and then those that do not want to work. But you can't keep paying people not to work. Now, I want to, um, let's get on. I saw him last week. You know who's a worker? Is 
John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. John Francis is a, he's a worker. He has a good Facebook page, and I'd like to find out a little bit more about that. What's that today? Legacy Sport Escort Magnum 12-gauge defense shotgun. Looks beautiful. Is that... Folks, joining us on the line right now is the Defender of the Faith. It is our friend John Francis. John Francis, what can you tell me? I'm looking at Facebook at this Legacy Sport Escort Magnum 12-gauge defense shotgun. Wow, look at that. Yeah, that's a recent uh, uh, trade-in. A trade-in. All right. And that is, what else, anything else you can uh, tell about it? Uh, it's- uh, so, um, it is a, that gun was made in Turkey, I believe. So, but it's a good quality gun. Okay. The person who owned it never fired it. Never so fired it. Fired. Wow. Um, but the upgraded ghost ring sights, it does have a rail on top. Should you want to put a, uh, a dot sight on it, uh, that's kind of popular these days. It has the sling for carrying, and it also comes with a bandolier with some uh, ammunition as well. Now, folks, again, it's John Francis Competition Shooting Supplies. Now, John, what about the Smith & Wesson Performance Center MP380? That's already gone. Already sold? Yep. Wow. What What's so special about that particular firearm? So, um, that is simply a custom shop version of the standard model. So they give it uh, the color accents. It has upgraded fiber optic sights. Um a little bit different style trigger instead of the curved trigger is flat and they give you a larger box and they include a custom cleaning kit with it as well huh now also folks again there is and this is different unlike a few months ago there is inventory there is ammunition stop it and see them yes. 435 benefit street Pawtucket. john what else anything else right now that's very popular that people may want to swing uh, so into i just got in another small shipment of uh some nine millimeter range ammo Nice. And I've got a very, very small amount of 12-gauge lead target loads. Those have been in very short supply, uh, but I do have a little bit to sell right now. All right. Now, what are your hours on this Friday, which is beautiful, and also tomorrow? Uh, so today we're here 10 to 6, and tomorrow 9 to 4.30. You are the defender of the faith. Thank you. All right, John. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again soon. Hey, John. Thank All you. All right, folks. It's my gun guy, John Francis, competition Shooting supplies, 435 Benefit Street, Pawtucket. I received an email from Ken. How do you get there? Well, you take 95 South. You take the last exit of Rhode Island, which is what exit? Exit 2A. You're going to drive past the Attleboro train station. And then right at the intersection of Newport Avenue and Benefit Street, hang the left. Boom. There he is. Firearms, ammunition. And remember, I meant to mention him. If you'd like to sell some firearms, maybe you have some, a collection. Maybe someone passed away and you inherited it. Contact John Francis. You could also either sell them directly to him or on consignment, competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Well, folks, it's 145. It's Friday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, depetro.com, depetro.com. And don't forget, folks, which is also brought to you by Centerdale Revival. You know, everybody is buzzing about Centerdale Revival. Pop in and see Shane. I have a feeling he's going to have a very busy weekend. Comfort food and cocktails, Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. Great crowd. Safe Free, safe parking, Centerdale Revival. Maybe go out tonight, get some appetizers, some drinks. You're going to love it. You can also find them on, uh, on Facebook. So the weather seems to be cooperating. Um, I, um, I also, um, I, I just, I, I want to be very clear. I mean, I, I feel terrible about uh, what has happened with that car crash, but... It is, um, again, more and more details. The, this, it was, it was preventable. It was avoidable. Um, it didn't have to happen. All this money flying around. Four million railway project breaks down, it breaks uh, ground in Quonset. What is the purpose of this? Rail car volume has tripled. No one rides the train there. Not really. When they were putting in the train, people thought 
that they could take Amtrak from there. You can't take Amtrak from there. So it's not going that. It, it's not going um, as strong as as people had had thought it would. Uh, if anything, they have that huge garage that was really just a gift to organized labor. It was really, you know, that was a $40 million garage that they built at, quote, the Quonset train station. And what do they use the garage for? COVID testing. That's what they use it for, COVID testing. At times, there'd be seven to ten cars in there. Total white elephant. Ridiculous. No need for it. Well, folks, big news, though. Um, what is this? Delta variant worker shortage keeps a lid on job growth. Well, you know, like we've said, U.S. employers added just 194,000 jobs in September. You know, maybe some of it's the pandemic, but a big part of it is you can't keep paying people not to work. Uh, President Biden had a briefing and then couldn't even address the media on it. He couldn't answer anything about it. Build back better. Ah, give me a break with this stupid thing. He is just, folks, 38% approval. Oh, here we go. I mean, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to listen to that foolishness, folks. Um, I don't see where he's he's going to go as far as his, you know, they're saying they're not worrying about their numbers. But believe me, they're they're worried about the numbers. They are without question worried about the president's approval ratings. Um, and they need to be. And you can't move the numbers when you're just at a 38 percent approval. I mean, that's not. That's that's not moving anything. Um, this is interesting. Now there's just 14. Who who fell off this time now? That Rhode Island co-op, co-op collaborative or whatever continues to just fall off. Um, let me just see if somebody else left. Oh, another person has left their co-op collaborative. I didn't know who that person was. Um, not be running for office. I, I and other black, brown, working class women in the co-op, relentless attacks. I've worked tirelessly to make life better. So now there's another person. Kathy Gregg is funny. And then there were 14. I don't know what to make of that other than they are all just, um, let's go. Brandon was paged at O'Hare International Airport. Let me hear this. Let me hear this. That is great. Folks, you're going to hear more and more uh, people chanting it. More and more people chanting it over the course of the weekend with the Let's Go Brandon. Um, Boy, Biden is um, the president. The wheels are absolutely coming off. Wow, are they coming off. Um. Uh, and he's not someone that's going to turn it around. This, this, he is not turning it around. Let me hear. This is Fox News. Chris Wallace on the failing job numbers. And President Biden's only at 38 percent. Here we go. As far as the poll numbers, those are very bad for, for Joe Biden. Look, these are tough votes for, for moderates spending so much money, for progressives not spending as much money as they want. It's a lot easier to, to vote for a president. Hold your nose whether you think it's too much or too little if a president has an approval rating in the high 50s or even in the low 60s. When he's at 38 percent approval, yep. uh, 38%, not in the 40s, 38%. Uh, you know, he doesn't have, he doesn't provide much political cover. You're seeing that. In the- you know, the Virginia race for governor um, is going to be very, very telling. So here's someone admitting that September jobs report was bad for women. Women lost 26,000 jobs. How bad are jobs numbers? Here we go. You, know, you were talking about the jobs numbers. 
something that no one seems to be talking about, and I didn't hear it from your panel, is how bad those jobs numbers were for women. Yeah. We have seen again and again and again how bad our jobs numbers are for women. And I have heard the same thing that your panelists kind of alluded to from people in my district, employers who can't find a place. Oh, people are being paid to stay home. And I said, well, that ends, right? That ended in September. But let's see. Because I have to tell you, I'm a mom of four kids, and the, the child care hits that families are facing across this nation are going to make it hard for working parents to get back to work. And, you know, we saw that in the, the bad April jobs numbers where women didn't make any gains. August, we saw men going back to work seven to one rate of women. And my gosh, in these last jobs numbers, women actually lost 26,000 jobs. In the well, that's the Biden presidency. That is the Biden presidency. And the September jobs report missed economists' expectations. How about this number, folks? 183,000 people dropped out of the labor force in September. I think the number, getting to your point about, uh, you know, workers having, sorry, companies having a hard time getting workers in this environment of uh, endless stimulus, uh, the number from this morning's report to focus on is 183. Minus 183. That's how 183,000 people dropped out of the labor force. In Think September. of that. Think of that. <sighs> he problem to shut down the virus. The president did. He owns it. Declining in nursing. I'm not. Who would want to have to deal like this? This whole thing has been poorly handled. And, and on top of that, you know, this is Governor McKee, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, needs to be cautious about following the lead of the Biden White House. I mean, that is not the type of individual you want to be following right now, folks. Think about that. Mm. He, you have to wonder, um, is he... Is he going to, is President Biden going to be able to bounce back from this? I don't think so. He's at 38% approval rating. 38% approval rating. And I, I am just not convinced. I don't think he comes out of this. Meaning I, I don't think he gets back over 50%. You don't get back over 50%. Folks, the, um, without question... The table is being set for people that want to push back against the establishment. I also want to hear the Rhode Island, uh, the uh, Republican National Committee is out with a scathing seven minute video on Democrats calling to, to do defund the police. These departments cost them quite a few seats last November, and the issue may come back to bite them once again. The Republican National Committee out with a scathing seven-minute video. Here's just a taste. So we've been talking about defunding the police. Uh, there's some issues that we ask police to do, like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest, that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. And a new study obtained exclusively by Fox shows the devastating impact of defund and rioting. Police leaving some or, or the, some in, in the country's largest cities uh, in droves. Some of the hardest hit Cleveland, Austin, Chicago. I mean, we're feeling this now. It's not just a talking point. Those budgets have been slashed, Matt, and it hurts. You're right, and that's a great video from the RNC, and I think it lays bare the fact that, you know, Democrats try and say that this is a fringe belief, you know, people don't actually believe this, and that's clearly not. That is not the case in any way, and they own it. They own it. Folks, it's one fifty-six on this Friday. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. As always, visit the website, DePietro.com, DePietro.com, which is brought to you by Pat Elston, Coldwell Banker Realty. Based in Cumberland, Pat, 20 years experience. Call her today, 
474-5253. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Listen, if you're thinking of either selling or buying, contact Pat. And you can link right through at the website to Petro.com. Have a conversation with her. Services all of Rhode Island, Southeastern Mass. Specialized in residential investment property sales, residential commercial leasing. Pat Elston, 20 years experience. Folks, it is a good market if you have the right person. You don't want to go amateur hour. Pat Elston, 401-474-5253. Well, the Biden presidency, the, the problem is how long can they continue where they say he can't, he doesn't, they don't have him stand and answer questions. They trot him out. He reads the teleprompter. Now we have learned they even built a fake White House. Many times if they show footage, actually, that's not the Oval Office. Because of the way the Oval Office is designed, they don't have a teleprompter in there. And so it may seem as though it's just a, a normal. But basically, folks, they have him set up and built where he's even answering questions off the teleprompter, which means someone asks a question and then they type in and then he just reads the answer. And apparently it's easier to do it with a stage that they have built across from the White House. Now, anyone that tries to pretend that that's not a big deal or that he isn't truly, you know, he's in fact running the country. I, I don't that that's a tough that's a tough sell. Closer to home, you know, Governor McKee, he's kind of a Biden Democrat, right? He's the moderate Democrat. I think Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, this contract controversy, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. And he needs to kind of right the ship. I noticed no events today, but you do need time to govern. Um, it is a long weekend. I'm sure he wants to be out and about. Situate Art Festival. Then obviously Autumn Fest, but he's he needs to get it. Think of this. If you're Governor Dan McKee, your primary is in 11 months, less than a year to go before the Democrat election. Democrat primary, excuse me. Folks, right now, it's John DePietro. I want to wish everyone a very happy, safe Autumn Fest. Stay tuned. Coming up, you're going to hear the 2 o'clock news, and then it's going to be the John Dion program. Now, I will be doing a Facebook Live later on with some of the uh, various events. Obviously, if there's breaking news, but I want to once again thank the great Jeff Camacho. I want everyone to enjoy. Weather is beautiful today. Have a great Autumn Fest weekend. Try to get out and enjoy that in the Situate Art Festival. Stay tuned. Up next, the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. WNRI Winsocket. 